Welcome back to the 5-7 Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Pree, and today I'm going to be talking about the Uber Safety Report, and my tech tip is going to be on when's a good time to buy a new PC. Uh, I've been asked maybe like three times in this past week because uh, Black Friday just passed, so people are looking to buy PCs. Uh, it's a good time to buy, and after Black Friday, you know, it's Cyber Monday, um, people think that it's over, and it's not, so I'll get into that later. So... Uber released their safety report, and there's uh, there's some information that they put out that is uh, that's pretty interesting. Now, I've used Uber in the past, and I've, I haven't had any issues. Um, it's worked fine for me, uh, but there have been some things that have happened. I'm going to read this. Uh, I'm going to read this article by Jalapenik uh, website, and let me know uh, in the comments or uh, shoot me an email. Because I'm curious to know what people think of this. Uber has been under fire for rider and safety and driver safety for years. And while reports of assaults, robberies, and worse are regular fodder for local news, it was hard to know the extent of the problem until now. Uber released its first safety report yesterday looking at two years of data. And while the practice of using ride hailing apps is mostly safe, there are some alarming figures to be aware of. Uber admitted to 3,045 reported sexual assaults by its drivers in 2018 and 2,936 in in 2017. The New York Times reports the ride-hailing service also recorded 5,500 other incidents of groping or unwanted sexual touching in those two years. The attacks represent 0.0002% of the 1.3 billion rides the app facilitated last year. The report also showed 10 murders in 2017 and 9 murders in 2018, which was evenly split between driver and passenger deaths. In fact, drivers were actually the victims in 45% of the total incidents. Wow. Uber also recorded 58 crash fatalities in 2018 and 49 in 2017. Uber says 99.9% of riders were safely ferried to their destinations, which is true. And many sexual assault awareness advocates are applauding Uber's transparency. There are some caveats with the report. It only details five categories of violence. And while Uber is a huge international company, This data only focuses on the U.S. The report itself is a result of several high-profile cases of attacks and lawsuits against the company for not doing more to protect people. The numbers are jarring and hard to digest, Tony West, Uber's chief legal officer, said in an interview with The Times. What it says is that Uber is a reflection of the society it serves. According to Uber, the next step is to increase its safety team and partner with the Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Network to set up a hotline so riders and drivers can report attacks. Uber said it will also share information about suspicious drivers with its competitors, though there isn't currently a timeline for that process. Now, as anybody should, when you are getting into a vehicle of any kind, you should definitely uh, take a quick look around, you know, with your eyes to see like what's going on. What kind of situation is it? You know, what kind of situation are you, are you getting into? I would think that uh, a large majority of 
people that ride in Ubers, not everybody, of course, but I would say that a lot of people use Ubers because they don't want to drink and drive. Now, if you are getting inebriated and you're drinking and drive, and you're drinking and you get into a car with somebody you completely don't know, you know, that's, that's, that just sounds really dangerous to me. You know, obviously not as dangerous as drinking and driving, but it, it's dangerous to get into a vehicle with somebody you don't know because that person could be anybody. Anybody can just pull up and say, hey, they're your Uber driver, you know, because you look like you're waiting for somebody to pick you up. And nowadays, a lot of people are waiting for Uber drivers or Lyft drivers. So to take into consideration your preparedness um, is number one for when you get into a vehicle and you don't know who the person is. Um, some of these stats are, 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 are pretty crazy. Yeah, it does represent the 0.0002% of the 1.3 billion rides that the app facilitated in the last year. But uh, nine murders, man, that's that's nine people that were killed uh, in an Uber. That's freaking nuts. Uh, not to, men- not to mention um, 58 crash fatalities in 2018, 49 in 2017. Um, as a woman, I would think that your radar would need to be on as well because all of these um, these sexual assaults, 3,045 sexual assaults in 2018 and 2936 in 2017. I mean, that's not too far off of a drop, you know, from a possibility of women getting assaulted by Uber drivers. Now, on the other hand, um, if you are a woman and you're driving for Uber, you know, you want to keep... Uh, you want to see who, who on your end who's getting into your vehicle and where you're taking them. If someone's, you know, inebriated and and um, you know people do things when they've been drinking that they would wouldn't normally do if they weren't, you know. So pretty unbelievable uh, statistics. I mean, I I I do believe that you know for the most part you know they are doing a pretty good job, and and they they do operate. As as said, and I'm I'm really curious to hear what some of the statistics from other countries are as well, and not just in the United States. Who knows? Maybe the uh, maybe the United States is more of a model that, uh, than some of the other places that they serve. I mean, who knows? I'm just speculating, but there, take it with a grain of salt, I guess. Uh, but if anything, uh, keep an eye out for what kind of vehicle you're getting into if you're using uh, Uber or Lyft. Now, I wanted to touch on this because, you know, it's pretty commonplace nowadays for for people to ride in, in an Uber, for, to, for people to take an Uber or to take a Lyft, you know. And, you know, I, I want people to, to hear this and to know that this information is being put out there so that before they get into a, an Uber, you know, they're, they're, they're well informed. So uh, pass the word on of these statistics to people that you know. Tell them about the podcast if they want to hear about it and they don't want to read it, read it themselves. But um, but but I think it's important information, especially considering how much people use Uber uh, and Lyft. So my tech tip for today is when is a good time to buy a new PC? Now, generally, most people, they use their PC to, um, you know, to browse the Internet, to, you know, do light word processing, you know, not too much data manipulation. You know, if you were one of those people uh, getting a new PC every, you know, seven years would probably be okay because you're not doing much heavy lifting. If you are looking for a new PC, 
I did I strongly suggest that you you take your do some homework before you just go out and buy anything. Don't just run off to Best Buy and 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 say, "Hey, I'm going to buy this $300 computer because or this $200 computer because it's cheap because in technology you normally get what you pay for." Now, there are Chromebooks out there that are pretty cheap that you can get for maybe 150 200 bucks. And you know, they they generally work well. You know, I'm not going to throw them under the bus. They generally work well. And you can do, if you are an Office 365 subscriber, you can log into Office 365 from your Chromebook on the internet and, 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 do, some, uh, and do some word processing or uh, create PowerPoint presentations or what have you. But uh, Chromebooks have to be connected to the internet for them to work. Something to take into consideration. A basic Windows 10 PC um, may not last you seven years, but um, you know, take it out as far as long as you can. Especially if if you're not doing much not doing much work. For people who are doing some heavier word processing, or um, you know, just they just work on their PC more. Uh, I would definitely upgrade your PC between four to five years, because if you're putting a lot of work into it, you're going to start wearing down on the components on the inside because the components on the inside. You know they 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 con- they're constantly working. You know they're constantly heating up, cooling down, heating up, cooling down, and uh, and that stuff wears out. Uh, you know as 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 time goes on. For people who are heavy uh, data users, IT people, um, I would say you would probably want to upgrade every three to four years. Getting down to th- yeah three to four years. Um, because most of these people, they get uh, they get machines that are, you know, pretty specced out, decently specced out, meaning that they have uh, some pretty good specifications on them, meaning RAM, memory, uh, most likely solid state drives, um, pretty decent video cards, and so yeah, three to four years for those people. And if you are a heavy, heavy video editor, picture editing, uh, you, a lot of people are upgrading are upgrading every three years for those. Um, when should you get a Mac? Now, um, if you want to just go and buy a Mac because you want to jump on the bandwagon, you know, that's fine. You're going to learn how, need to learn how to use it and you're going to have to spend a pretty penny on doing so. If you are, say, a medium user and you want a Mac, you can definitely get away with it. You can find, you can find function with it. The, the Macs work much better nowadays than I would say they did uh, five to seven years ago. Um, if you're heavy, obviously into video and 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 um, in audio, you de- most of those people are using Macs and they're getting them every every three years. So, um, I hope that that helps people out with the actual purchasing. You generally want to get one of these around Black Friday. Uh, maybe the they're doing they're doing sales. You know, at the beginning of November now, uh, Veterans Day sales. Um, Black Friday sales right before Black Friday, Cyber Monday deals. And if you missed any of these deals, they usually have one for the week before Christmas. They have some pretty killer deals. So if you if you missed a, a sale or something and you're still looking to buy a PC or a Mac and you're looking to get a little bit of money off because they normally don't put um they normally don't put the Macs on sale too much. They're normally, you know, it is what it is and that's what you're buying, you know, so so keep that into consideration. Uh, and if you're looking to buy, uh, get one uh, probably up until the end of the year. 
and you can probably get a really good deal on one at the beginning of the at the beginning of the year. CES is going on. Uh, they're going to be bringing out new PCs and and um, and look for prices to go back up because a lot of places will be looking to get rid of old inventory. And uh, which is what they do during the sale of Christmas time, Black Friday sales. They try to get rid of all that inv- that old inventory because in uh, at, in January CES comes out. You know everybody brings out their new, you know their new laptops except for except for Apple. They normally do that. You know later on in the year, and and they're selling new stuff, so you can't find the old stuff for cheap. You got to get the new stuff that at a more expensive price. So. You want to get the best deal you can, and I, I strongly, uh, I strongly uh, push people to get the best deal you can, so you don't waste any money, any waste any money on your purchase. So, if you have any questions, if you have any tech questions, or if you have any questions about, um, you know, my the podcast in general, be sure to hit me up. Let me know, and uh, on I'm on Instagram, Facebook, oh, Facebook, <laughs> Facebook, and Twitter. 57 podcast get at me talk to me i love talking to people i love hearing what people have to say the people who do message me and the people who do talk to me i appreciate i love talking to you guys um it's i've almost been doing this a year now and i really appreciate um the feedback that i get and the relationships that i've made uh, along the way but um get back at me guys i love you guys and have a good one this is pre out (music) 